0: Okay, we continue our studies in Genesis. It's Wednesday. It's the early bird podcast sessions. Stefan Maia with you. AddedSouls.com is the website. Check out our work over at EastCoastChurchOfChrist.com. By all means, subscribe, give us a thumbs up, a comment, share the link far and wide. All that kind of good stuff helps us participate together with the information and the substance of the material being provided and uh, reaching further because well, maybe there's some people just like you and I out there who uh, truly appreciate this kind of uh, scriptural education. you know we want to open the Bible, we want to look at the words in there, we want to make sense of things taking place, not so much as an academic by uh, not so much uh, through the academic, perspective. And there's nothing wrong with academics. I, I believe there is great value and utility in academic uh, perspective and uh, learning. But here more of the, if you will, blue collar, you and I just trying to make sense of our faith and being Christians and faithful to God, and the information we can read from Genesis and the things we can apply, and the things that are practical, uh, and that kind of perspective, that kind of angle, if you will by all means, please consider signing up to addedsouls.locals.com. It's free to sign up there, but uh, you can support. And if you support monthly, no amount is too low or too high, it goes towards the Added Souls ministry through the Maya family, my family and I, and the mission we're currently involved in with the East Coast Church of Christ.com. Genesis chapter 26 is where we're at. We've been going through uh, the book, in our midweek studies on Wednesday's sessions and you can check out the uh, the show notes if you will to see the themes of the days from Monday to Friday. And um some inter- interesting information thus far, haven't we seen? Yeah, for sure. We've seen Abraham, we've seen the good, the bad, the ugly, <laughs> and what took what took place, what happened with him and uh the moments in which he and his wife Sarah had um a breach of faith, if you will. Their faith had diminished, and they started to rely on their own thoughts, their own feelings, their own uh, um, their own ways, and it cost them great consequence. But yet, still, God's grace active and there for them, uh, and uh, having them instructed in His wisdom to move forward and to do what's right, and of course. Um, All of that throughout the chapters leading to our last session, which was to choose a a suitable candidate for Isaac. And we found Rebecca. And I'd encourage you to go check out those archived video sessions on Wednesdays, our study through Genesis. And you'll find some, uh, hopefully find some valuable, um, some valuable stuff there that'll help you with your faith. And so Isaac finds Rebecca. Sarah had passed. Abraham passes in chapter 25, and um, we find ourselves in chapter 26. So, this is kind of the setting, right? I, Isaac's father, Abraham, has passed. His mother's passed. He's well with his wife, Rebecca, and they're going to settle in Gerar? Gerar? I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce that. But, anyways, let's just say it's Gerar. <laughs> Gerard? Gerald? Gerald. So uh, from there, we'll put the text on the screen, of course, and we'll read through it, you and I, together, and um, see what's going on. Huh? That sound okay? Let me check if our feed is indeed feeding, streaming, just to be sure here. We're not, yeah, there we go. Cool. We're rolling, man. We're going. All right. Where is the text? There it is. Let's put that up on the screen. Bang. There we go. That looks good. All right, so now there was a famine in the land. Familiar information, isn't it? Yeah, famine in the land. Very familiar. Besides the previous famine, oh, that's why, it sounds familiar, that had occurred in the days of Abraham. Very similar. Things are happening with Isaac in his generation, as has happened to his father and his generation. So Isaac went to Gerar, to Abimelech. Who's Abimelech? Oh, he's the king of the Philistines, right? Oh yeah, king of the Philistines. And the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Stay in the land of which I shall tell you. The source of authority... The source in which one must seek to have instruction, guidance, speaks and reveals the security of the will to be fulfilled. Isaac must not go down to Egypt. He is to stay in the land of Gerar. Gerar? Gerald! He's to stay in that land in which the Lord shall tell him. He says further in verse 3, Sojourn in this land and I will be with you and bless you. I will be with you and I will bless you. For to you And to your descendants I will give all these lands and I will establish the oath which I swore to your father Abraham. Interesting. Very interesting indeed. Here's the situation. Here's the command, the instruction. Right? If you are wise to love me, and submit yourself in obedience to my instruction, to my command, to my guidance, to my wisdom, then you will be the recipient of many blessings. And, of course, in the physical realm of the Old Testament's theme and context, the blessings in priority would be ancestral lineage, land, security and security from his enemies. The Lord appeared to him and said, "Do not go down to Egypt. stay in the land of which I shall tell you. It's we can understand that kind of information in its various in, in its various, uh, if you will, perspectives, in principle, uh, you know, don't go fornicating. Because if you fornicate, well, you're going to get yourself in a lot of trouble. You know, what happens when, when you are sexually promiscuous? Well, you may be vulnerable to sexual transmitted diseases. Okay, there's that one. It can facilitate the path to abortions. That's a costly way of violently removing human life. That's a problem it can cause turmoil it can land itself in adulterous in adulterous endeavors which can cause divorce children out of wedlock chaos division among families communities employments so yeah don't go doing that okay well we can see how that applies to anything and everything don't Go lying. Don't go murdering. Don't go... There's a purpose and a security and a will to God's mind that we be wise to pay attention to because God is graceful. God God teaches us. He loves us. He has compassion for us. He's given us so much. He's given us His Son. When someone's trying to contaminate you, tempt you into... Compromising your faith, you can easily, quickly think to yourself, inwardly saying, has this person died for me? (laughs) No. He'd rather throw me in front of the bus to save his own hide. So I'm not going to pay attention to the temptations of this wicked source, this evil source. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to follow the one who gave his life for me. The Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Don't go to that location. There could be danger. There could be this. There could be that. It's not part of my plan. Instead, you stay in the land of which I shall tell you. You don't need to rely on your own emotions. That didn't end well in consequence to your father and his life and his wife, Sarah. Remember the whole Hagar thing? Remember going to Egypt and having to deceitfully twist the truth, if you will, into a, well <laughs> borderline lie, if you will, and that, that could have ended that could have ended very badly if it were not for divine intervention and for instruction and God's providence and his, again, his oath to be fulfilled in the lineage. Okay, so stay in the land of which I tell you. It's not complicated. This is not a tyrannical oppression. It's not a dictatorship. It's I love you, and you need to fear me. You need to fear me with the presence of reverence and humble submission because I'm going to fulfill the oath, the, the testament at hand in context. Sojourn in this land. And you will certainly become the recipient of many blessings. We do these things in order to be pleasing to God. And when we are pleasing to God, we are truly blessed. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with you and bless you. For to you and to your descendants, this is the blessing. I will give all these lands. You will have ancestry, you will have land. Land produces nourishment, provisions will be given to you, and I'll establish the oath which I swore to your father, Abraham. It will be established. I will multiply your descendants, verse 4, chapter 26, Genesis. I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven, You know how many stars there are in heaven? Dude, talk about family and how important that is. It makes sense as to why Moses, through an inspired pen, would write the names of ancestry in various locations of the Pentateuch. I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven. We are fascinated by ancestry, are we not? There's big business in ancestry. Individuals know that it is intriguing, quite curious as to who was my grand-grand-grand-grand-grand-grand-granddaddy. Well, the Jews, oh man, they really they really honored and respected their lineage. It had to go back to the Abrahamic seed, the oath. I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven, and I will give your descendants all these lands, and by your descendants all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. This here, speaking of a time and age, of course, where the physical is the priority, is what they see, is what they are experiencing We apply that today, you and I, living under the Messianic Age, the last dispensation of time before his return, the Christian era, the Christian age, right? You and I living now through a spiritual law of mercy and grace. There is a law. Christ spoke it in the New Testament. It is a law. You cannot have peace without justice, justice, law, order, mercy, and grace, You and I today, we read this information, we think, how does this apply? Well, when we are faithful to our Lord and Master, Jesus Christ, and his commands, not only will we have the forgiveness of our sins, which is necessary in order to have entrance into the eternal realm, living in peace with him forevermore, not only will we be the recipients of salvation, redemption, but we will have the opportunity to live a life with inner peace. We will have comfort. We will have compassion. We will have mercy. And, in a sense, you can live a better life. It's not that you will be void of Temptation and trials, of sorrows and pains, of losses and persecution. No, you know, that doesn't mean you'll be void of those things. But generally speaking, if you live according to the moral code and the spiritual guidance of the New Testament, in which you and I are submissive to, we have opportunity to live a decent life and make the right decisions. Find joy in marriage, a good wife. Children, a blessing. Right? Those kind of things will allow us also, if we seek ye first, if we are indeed those who would inherit the earth, we can have ancestry. We can have land. We can have, to a certain measurement, securities hopes, goals, all of that, certainly. I will be with you and bless you, for to you and to your descendants I will give all these lands, and I will establish the oath which I swore to your father Abraham. When we live in unity as Christians in today's age, we can have land. Matter of fact, we had land for a long time, living in peace. Not so much anymore. Why? Well, because the heathen had more faith in their gods than we Christians have faith in our Lord and Master. And so we repeat the historical cycle of believers spiraling downwards, taking for granted, no longer thanking God for the many blessings. Sad. It is sad. But it is a witness to our human free will. I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven, and I will give your descendants all these lands, and by your descendants all the nations on the earth shall be blessed. It's a blessing to the world where you can find a location where Christians are faithful. You can if you could find a neighborhood, a community, a subdivision of sorts where the individuals are faithful Christians, God-fearing Christians, it's a blessing to those around. You could be an unbeliever, you'd much rather live next to faithful believers. By your descendants, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Because Abraham, verse 5, obeyed me and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. If you do as I command you to do, you will be the recipient of blessing, just as your father was, because he obeyed me oh he was not perfect and many times his faith was weak and he made decisions that were against my instructions and there were consequences but he lived faithfully he lived faithfully he kept my charge my commandments my statutes and my laws. And so it is, Isaac lived. in Gerald Verse seven. When the men of the place asked about his wife, he said, She is my sister. Oh no, what are you doing, Isaac? What's going on here? What's happening? Are we we've we, we've read this before, haven't we? I'm certain of it. I'm certain we've read this before, somewhere, somehow, in the previous chapters of Genesis. Uh-oh. Is this a case of the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, like father, like son? He said, she is my sister. Isaac is saying that Rebekah is his sister? Why would he say that? Well, he was afraid to say that she's my wife. Why? Because he started trusting his own feelings <clears throat> instead of trusting God. Man, he should have learned from his father's ways. That caused a lot of problems. <clears throat> For he was afraid to say, my wife. Thinking. Now why you go thinking? Now why you go relying on your own emotions. Nothing's wrong with thinking. We are free-willed agents. God encourages us to think for ourselves independently. Independently think for yourself. How so? Follow God. (laughs) Follow his instruction. You don't need to. Clearly, you have the right to say, no, I don't believe in God, or no, I don't want to follow God's instruction. No, I want to rely on my own feelings. You can think that way, You certainly have the ability to do that, but there's a consequence to doing that. Well, I feel like God would appreciate me worshiping this way instead of the way the Bible clearly reveals, and I don't want to think that the Bible clearly reveals how to worship, so therefore the Bible doesn't really tell me how to worship, so I'm going to worship my way. Strange fire. Uh Uh-oh. Are you familiar with what happened to those who worshiped God with strange fire? Anything and everything. Well, I, th- I feel like God would save me in another way than the way he so revealed in his testament. I feel. Why? Because I'm scared. What happened to Peter when he started to fear more so the storm than he feared God? He started to drown and die, didn't he? What do we do when we start to fear the world more than we fear God? we start to drown and die. That's what happens. Why are we currently living in a fallen nation? Well, because we started to fear more so the world than fearing God. What did Jesus tell his disciples when set forth for the commission? Don't fear those who can kill the body but can't do anything else. fear the one who not only can kill the body, but sentence you to eternal hell or eternal life. That's who you should fear. Well, why did Isaac go there and fear the world? He should have feared God more so. He should have trusted God's word, not his own feelings, because our own feelings, we get scared about stuff all the time. Find ourselves anxious about this, that, and the other. And, uh, we worry. Well, the Egyptians, chariots, and their horses, they're so powerful. Let's put our trust in horses. Well, that didn't work out well. God took care of, uh, Egypt's horses real quick, didn't he? God's more powerful. Trust God instead. But anyways, here we go. The repetitive nature of our fallen minds... <laughs> on this uh in this fallen world she is my sister for he was afraid to say my wife thinking the men of the place might kill me on account of rebecca for she is beautiful we've seen this we've seen abraham do the same thing in regards to his wife sarah and it came about in verse 8 when he had been there a long time some roots had taken place i I assume that Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked out through a window, and saw, and behold, Isaac was caressing his wife, Rebecca. Oh, hey, hey, hey! Wait a minute! Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait, wait. Hit the brakes! <laughs> What's going on here? No one touches his sister that way. That's creepy, isn't it? That doesn't seem natural. It doesn't seem like the way of things. What's happening here? So then Abimelech called Isaac and said, What are you doing? (laughs) Behold, certainly she's your wife. How then did you say, She's my sister. And Isaac says, well, here it is. I'm, I'm caught. I got caught. <laughs> I got nowhere else to go. I might as well just fess up, tell the truth, and take the consequences. She's my sister. Yeah. And Isaac said to him, because I said, I might die on account of her. I was scared. Abimelech said, "What is this you've done to us? Man, this sounds so familiar. <laughs> it's the same account from his father before him. What is this you've done to us? One of the people might easily have sl- have lain with your wife, and you would have brought guilt upon us. Another pestilence to come and destroy us. When you have fear, when you have more fear of the world than you do of God, oh, there's going to be a virus, oh, it's going to be a pandemic. Go on, wear your third or fourth mask, be short sure to social distance, get your fourth or fifth vaccine, get your twelfth booster, Yeah, 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 come on. Communism will certainly fix the problem of sickness. Just trust the government. They love us. These health authorities are now our overlords. (laughs) Yeah, we need to fear them more than God. We better not congregate together on Sunday to worship God because, well, that's against the health authorities and we're all going to die of a virus. Man, we're three years deep over here in Canada. We're still rolling with it. (laughs) Yeah, it ain't going nowhere. No. No, because we fear the virus. We fear the world. We fear everything they monger our way. Does that mean we throw precaution out to the wind and don't take proper paths forward and being wise and sanitary blessings we have in the Western world? Well, of course not. Don't be a fool. What is this you've done to us? Should have just been truthful with us from the very beginning. One of the people might have easily lain with your wife. Man, that would have been a problem. And you would have brought up guilt upon us. Now again, he's right. But what about self-accountability? Similar to Abraham... And the very same thing, why didn't this Abimelech not be wise to fervently vet this Isaac and this Rebecca? It is your duty as an individual who holds office and leadership to make sure that those you allow into your courts... Into your realm? Are not there to cause you any pain, problem, or chaos. To bring any threat to you. Yeah, but she was beautiful and she said he was a sister, so maybe, you know. Exactly. What you have is a mess of people relying on their own feelings, being lured by their own fleshly desires, their own fears, Instead of being upright, transparent, truthful, and God-fearing, what is this you've done to us? Well, you're right to have that that frustration there, that uh, righteous anger, if you will. something's happened that was not as honest as it should have been, right? Yeah, okay, well, also to your account and leadership, you should have maybe checked into things a bit deeper. We don't do that sometimes, do we? No, we allow certain things to infiltrate the local congregation that perhaps we should not have allowed to infiltrate. delinquencies or perhaps wolves in sheep's clothing. Perhaps we allow sin into our thoughts because we rely on our own feelings. What is this that you've done to us? One of the people might easily have lain with your wife and you have brought, that would have brought a lot of guilt upon us. So Abimelech charged all the people saying, he who touches this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. Here's a law and let's make the law known and uh, understood very clearly. Anyone who dares touch Isaac or Rebekah, they die. It's capital punishment. No two ways about it. That's all, that, uh, that's it. That's it. Now, Isaac, in verse 12, sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And the man became rich and continued to grow richer until he became very wealthy. So you have a lot of people on this earth who are rich. Well, I say a lot. (laughs) A minority in the grand scheme of the global population. But rich is different than wealthy. Rich? Oh, you may have a few million in the bank. You may be a millionaire being rich, but wealthy? Oh, you're a billionaire. You're a trillionaire. (laughs) You have estate. You may own an island, you know, (laughs) that kind of a thing. For he had possessions of flocks and herds and a great household so that the Philistines envied him. Look at how successful Isaac and Rebekah are found. Look at how successful Isaac is. Who is his God? Who is this individual? What does he believe? What faith does he have? Whom does he follow? How did he get there? We want those things. Now all the wells which his father's servants had dug in the days of Abraham his father, the Philistines stopped up, by filling them with earth. Uh Uh-oh. Then Abimelech said to Isaac, Go away from us, for you are too powerful for us. You present a threat, right? We don't like this. You've got too much wealth and influence and power, and you could overcome us at any time. You could run us out of town, our own town. Then Abimelech said to Isaac, Go away from us, for you are too powerful for us. And Isaac departed from there and camped in the valley of Gerald. And settled there. Well, what did he do that for? He knew to do that. What did he fear them again? What's going on here? So Isaac finally comes clean. And as per God's instruction, of course, he w- became the recipient of much blessing. Much blessing. And here, an individual who is found in a location outside. The camp of believers? What, are we going to allow the heathen now? We, we Isaac feared the heathen, so he lied to them about his wife. He shouldn't have done that. He should have feared God more than the heathen. And now what? He's received all these blessings from God? He's going to fear the heathen again? Like, how much does God have to do for us until we finally believe him? God's given us his son. He's given us his church. He's given us forgiveness of sins. He's given us a better way of life. And yet still, we bow down to the dictates of the heathen mind. Oh yeah, we do that in our government, corporation, right? We do that in our academic institutions, we do that in our entertainment, and we do that in our media, social, and news. Why do we do that? Well, we fear we fear more the world than we fear God. And we embrace more the fear of the world than we do the grace of God. And that causes problems, doesn't it? It causes problems. Let me see what we got left here. Just to be sure. Yeah, we'll stop there. We'll stop there for now, and we'll get into the rest of it next time around. Let me just switch the camera angle here again. Boom. There we go. Bang. Yeah, so uh, what do you think about that? Some information in there, right? Some stuff we can kind of uh, look at and apply in our lives. I think so. Okay, well, hey, be sure to give a thumbs up, to leave a comment, to share the link far and wide. Consider, of course, subscribing if you find worth, beneficial to your life, your faithful life in Christ. And uh, consider signing up to addedsouls.locals.com. It's free to do that. But once you're there, if you want to support the Added Souls ministry, you can. You can do for five bucks a month, or 50, or 500, or 5,000, or whatever you want to. It goes towards the work through the Maya family, my wife, my kids, and the work we're doing over here in the mission work, the mission field. Eastcoastchurchofchrist.com You'll also get something from it, of course. If you do sign up and support over at addedsouls.locals.com, you'll have exclusive content. Because, well, we love and appreciate you. And we thank God for you, because you allow us to move a day forward with food, shelter, and clothing, with purpose and motivation, encouragement, comfort. And that's a beautiful thing to have in such a fallen world we currently uh, live in, right? Stefan Maia is my name. AddedSouls.com is the website. Stay focused and stay positive. Lord willing, tomorrow we will have our topical discussion, and if by a... If you if, if you seek a topic we'd like for us to address by all means you know send send it our way and we'll take a look at that that okay good stuff peace out